At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We continue Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. We take it over from Femi from South Point. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here at Circus Sportsbook. It is great, Wes, to have you here and everybody here on a Sunday. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Uh, I called my dad today. and Good. I, it's just like you, you got to do those things, America. Like if, if you haven't talked to Pops in a while, give him a call. Because you get guys like me, whose father, unfortunately, Absolutely. no longer with us, uh, that will get on your butts and say, call your dad. There you go. You've only got a few hours left. Call your dad or at least take the phone call and don't rush <laughs> him off the phone That's or it. anything like that because you miss him like crazy when you don't talk to him. So... Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, including your father. Uh, well said, Wes Reynolds. I will say this, though. It's a weird thing, like, when you call dad and then you you, you, you tell him what you what you think. Mm-hmm. But then I do quickly get off the phone because you don't want to get emotional with that. Right. Like, mom. Right. It's okay with mom. Yeah. Right? Mom, that's going to be a two- or three-hour conversation. Absolutely. With dad, you're like, I love you. Thank you for everything you've done. Yeah, I got to go. Yeah. Ten minutes. <laughs> That's it. It's a cat's in the cradle. Great song. Uh, Wes, we do have a lot to get to today, obviously. Um, you know, we, we watched game two of the NHL Stanley Cup Finals last night. We'll talk about game three and whether or not Tampa Bay feels dead in the water here. They're almost $4 now yeah. in the series price here. But, boy, after that shellacking where uh, Colorado kicked the extra point instead of going for two, my goodness. I know. I, I was hanging on for dear life with the under six. <laughs> and, you know, oh, it man. played out at least on one side. But, but you see, Tampa Bay can't skate with these guys. As talented as they no. are, you get into a skating contest with these guys, you're going to lose, boy. and you're going to lose bigly like they did last night, seven to nothing. And in Colorado, I made a joke like, this is kind of like if there's a sense, a chance of or some kind of way of running up the score mm-hmm. in hockey – but I don't think they were doing that. No. I think they were just playing. I was just making, you know, trying to make it funny there that this was like Spurrier-esque. Yes. This is like go for the Very extra touchdown coach. here. But, you know, I don't know why John Cooper, who I think is one of the best coaches in the NHL, I don't know why, yeah, why he didn't take out Andre Vasilevsky. I didn't get that either. Once it was 5 nothing, and, you know, late or in the middle of the second period, it's like, okay, live to fight another day. Give Brian Elliott a little bit of work. Give the backup some work. Yeah, that and, game was done. I, yeah. I get it's the Stanley Cup final, yeah. but I'm with you. I was sitting there thinking, the same thing like does Vasilevsky is this does he want to be out there mm-hmm. at this stage five nothing six nothing it ends up seven nothing so two nothing now and again Colorado now the overwhelming favorite yep. to hoist Lord Stanley's Cup we'll talk about that a little bit We've got some day baseball going on but because Steph Curry who is a big golf fan mm-hmm. I think he closed it out in Boston in six so he could watch the U.S. Open today 
Well, I, I guess some of the Warriors were out here last night at the club over at oh, Re- they I, I believe at the club over yeah. at Resorts World. Uh, per Johnny Katz, John Katzelmotis, <laughs> who uh, writes for the Review Journal out here, he's the like celebrity show reporter, the entertainment reporter out here. So uh, Jordan Poole, I believe, was celebrating his twenty third birthday last night. So uh, probably uh, he's a little itty bitty guy too. Probably got a couple drinks in him, like he did with the uh, interview with SVP. Yes, after the uh, Game Six clinching win for the finals where it's like man he already looks like he's half in the bag and he might have had just a glass and a half of champagne he's a little fella <laughs> that was kind of the thing with tom brady when he won his uh, super bowl with the buccaneers and they did the yacht and the, the toss and the whole bit and i go did brady just have one tequila mm-hmm. and that's all it took mm-hmm. you know, to be uh, kind of ushered and to shoot off the boat mm-hmm. so you know you forget sometimes you're just not a drinker like brady that's like the freshman the first time you go to a fraternity party mm-hmm. and it's like you know, you're just hoping, okay, I don't drink so much so I don't throw up or something like that. I don't throw up in front of, like, the Rush chairman. Right, that's it. Exactly. Because right. then it's like, I'm not getting a bid at all. I know one kid who celebrated when he won the 2011 United States Open, because I was there for it, in uh, in Washington, D.C., a congressional uh, country club. That was one Rory McIlroy. Mm-hmm. Rory just poured in a birdie to get it back to two under par, two off the lead of Scotty Scheffler, of Willis Altors, of Matthew Fitzpatrick. You know, it was a conversation I had with Femi just before we began and continued this edition of Betting Across America here on Beeson. And that is, you don't have to go way back. You can just go to the PGA Championship. Right. We had four guys who not only had never won a major, but had never won a PGA Tour event. They were at the top of the leaderboard. And yet to dig down a little deeper, Justin Thomas started off that day seven shots yes. back of the lead, ended up gutting out a really nice final round, posted a number, Waited to see what the leaders would do. They came back with Mito Pereira having that infamous double bogey on 18, which led to a playoff that Justin Thomas ultimately won. Do you look at it and say, if a class player like a Rory McIlroy could post a 68, 67, Mm -hmm. maybe get to four under, I I don't know how much give this golf course is going to have coming in. Like, Wes, I look at it, and I think the winning number could be four or three by day's end. Yeah, when I when I did the overnight write-up at vcin.com, kind of given the lay of the land, gave a couple matchups out, and maybe how I would attack personally, you know, being the fact that I had one, two, three to start the morning. Yeah. I don't have one, two, three anymore because Scotty Scheffler now two under par. He is tied for the lead at four under at BetMGM right now, plus 225 to go ahead and get this done. But when, when you look at it, you're not going to, I think, see – what we saw at the PGA is Matthew Fitzpatrick just about an inch from going in and taking the outright lead. He'll settle for par on number two, stayed tied for the lead, three-way tie with Scheffler, Zalatoris, and Fitzpatrick, although Zalatoris does have a tough comebacker for par here on the second hole. But when you look at it, the U.S. Open is not where you usually see somebody come back from seven off the lead. So I made this observation last night where it was like, I think one under – is probably the cutoff or maybe even even par because, uh, you know, you just look at the recent trends. I think I think it was like the last 31, this from Justin Ray at Justin Ray Golf on Twitter, and I think the last 31 U.S. Opens as Will Zalatoris runs it by, mm. and he's got some something to come we'll, back we'll, we'll for bogey here. But anyway, I keep interrupting my point. <laughs> the last 31 U.S. Opens – You've had to have been tied eight for better. Right. So where did that leave? That left you at the guys at one under, and that's Rory McIlroy, Sam Burns. It was Joel Damon to start the day. So, you know, and then there was another trend that said, okay, within four strokes of the lead. So that kept Nick Hardy into play, the uh, PGA Tour rookie. I believe he is one under on his round. He started even par. But you weren't going to see those guys, I think, at two and three over 
come back, you know, unless the field really came back to him. So it's going to be one of these first page guys that is going to win the U.S. Open. And Will Zalatoris is in a world of hurt right now. He has got a putt for bogey, and it's about a four-footer. And we talk about this all the time, Wes, you and I even off camera. To win a United States Open, these are the putts you mm-hmm. have to have so you don't make big numbers. He's going to settle for that bogey, drops him out of the lead at 300 par. If I gave you, let me make you an odds maker right now. You've got Scotty Scheffler, major champion. Matthew Fitzpatrick, class player, but mm-hmm. hasn't won on the PGA Tour, nor has he won a major. John Rahm, we all know, right, at 300 par. And Willie Z at three and a four. If I gave you the rest of the field from two under, which includes Rory McIlroy and then some Keegan Bradley who's right. drifted down to even par, but he was at two hundred at one point, would you take all the twos and below, or would you take the chalk at the top with the top four players? I think you kind of have to take the chalk just based based on how this is playing yeah. out right now. Uh, Scotty Scheffler at BetMGM nine to five one eighty, and it's because you know the more holes you complete. We kind of saw that with Zalatoris yesterday when he started at thirty three to one on Saturday morning, and then he got to be the favorite, even though the other guys had more holes left. Usually, when we look every single week, you know we're doing here on Sunday, and we've got a different PGA Tour event. Mm-hmm. The guys with more holes, it's kind of baked into the in-play number. It's like they have the advantage because they have more birdie opportunities. But here at the U.S. It's Open, inverse. it's more bogey opportunities. Yes. So that's why you see Scotty Scheffler, even though he's still tied for the lead, already two under through three. That's why he's the favorite because he has less holes to play. So it's like he has less potential for carnage, you know, than everybody else because he's at least a couple groups ahead. So that's what you saw at Salatoris yesterday. It's just he posted a number. 67, by the way, was the best round on Saturday. Wow, see, th- there it is right there in the number. 67, 300 par. That's it. It is hard to shoot a 65. It's harder to shoot. You know, we've seen some guys shoot, I think, 63 is the low. It goes back to Johnny Miller yeah. when he shot a 63. There are no 63s out there at the country club today. No. So that's kind of the point for the in-play wager. And Wes, I love doing the Sunday shows with you. Certainly during a major, it's jacked up even more. But this is what we try to do is identify numbers. We told you about Justin Thomas at the PGA when he was 20 to 1. And that was on the back nine mm-hmm. of pedigreed players mm-hmm. out there. So keep that in mind for a really difficult golf course like it is right now. But again, Scotty Scheffler right there, 400 par. Matthew Fitzpatrick, a smart, solid start to his day, even par through two holes. Even par is a good score. And I do think if you shoot even, if you're Matthew Fitzpatrick, it, let's just say right now, you, you, you gave him a 70. Yeah. I think he's at least in playoffs. I, I think 70 is a damn good round. Yep. I think I predicted, I think I, I was like five or six under was going to win this thing. I'm thinking maybe four is going to be the number because, look, this back nine, we saw it yesterday, is going to get more difficult. (laughs) And it's, uh, you know, at the risk of sounding like longtime commentator, former commentator now, Johnny Miller, the open pressure. And you're going to hear that. And, look, that open pressure is absolutely real, but uh, maybe not for Scotty Scheffler. Another good iron shot. And, you know, I mentioned this. I was on with uh, Femi Abebefe doing the nightcap Friday night on Scotty Scheffler when he was uh, 15-2 to plus 750. I said, this guy's approaches have been the best, really. And you look at the two best approach players over the last 36 rounds, it's been Wills Alatoris, mm-hmm. it's been Scotty Scheffler. So that's what I always do. If you read my column in Point Spread Weekly or at vcin.com uh, when it comes out on Wednesday, the first stat you'll see me model pretty much every single tournament or strokes gain approach, which measures your iron play. Right. Because that's always the default. you got to be good with your irons. And you look at these guys that are on the leaderboard, it's because they've been good with the iron. Some have putted well, like Rory and, you know, Fitzpatrick a little bit, or Zalatoris, especially yeah, yesterday. He was really but, solid but it's your player. iron play that keeps you in here. So uh, that's what you're seeing materialize. And the guy that's going to be the best with his irons this afternoon is going to hoist that trophy. So there's still a lot of guys out there in the live play uh, betting market here for the U.S. Open. But as we continue this show, Wes, 
it's like a, a time-honored tradition. Those names will start going off the board, mm-hmm. and we'll find out how many horses are really made for this course as we uh, go on on a Sunday, on a Father's Day, uh, in the United States Open. It is always dramatic down the stretch, so we'll keep an update on those live numbers. When we come back, we will talk a little baseball with some games getting ready to go and see what you might like uh, out there in the Major League Baseball betting market. Also, uh, there is a... What what event is this right now in... This is the Canadian Grand Prix okay. up at the Circuit Gilles Villeneuve, uh, the Canadian GP for Formula One. And like the last few races have been Max Verstappen right now at the top of the podium. And you and Mikhail always do a great job of handicapping that as well. So... We'll keep you updated in the United States Open. John Rahm with a birdie bid right here to get a share of the lead. We'll tell you where it stands when you come back with us right here in Mason, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We continue Betting Across America. Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds coming to you from Circus Sportsbook here in Las Vegas. And very quickly, before we dip our toe into Major League Baseball, the Canadian, Adam Hadwin, who had the outright mm-hmm. lead after round one. You know, don't look now. Okay, you can look. He's hanging around. Just yeah, made a nice yeah, birdies with yeah, two. Uh, yeah, if you look at those guys at two under, there's a trio of players: Denny McCarthy, Nick Hardy, Adam Hadwin. Not the guys that you would think would be making at least an early move, <laughs> no, but they right? certainly are uh, waiting for prices. We'll get those updated to you momentarily from BetMGM. But you know, you're seeing these guys. That's what you got to do. Just get off to okay starts. As we do now have a new leader, by the oh, way. Oh yes, is we do. Scotty Scheffler, five under par through four. He is three under plus one twenty five. John Rahm at plus three fifty two back. Matt Fitzpatrick one back at plus three fifty. Will Zalatoris has already given one back. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of hitting it all over the place at least early in the round. So look, the pressure's getting to you when you're in the final pairing. He is nine to one. Rory McIlroy fourteen to one. Hadwin twenty five. Sam Burns thirty three. Denny McCarthy fifty. Nick Hardy, 66, as they now finally show the birdie butt of Scotty Sheffler. How does Scotty Sheffler get to 500? There yeah. it is. As he yeah, because I see it on the leaderboard, <laughs> right. and now they finally show it. They've been a little late on showing shots on this coverage all weekend. It's been getting a lot of complaints out there in the Twitterverse. But, you know, it is amazing. You look at Scotty Sheffler's round, 300 through four holes. 
to take this lead. Now, again, he had the outright lead at 600 yesterday, and then he made a bogey and a double yeah, bogey had and a, gave that right back. Yeah, he was through 10 holes, had a couple shot lead, and then all of a sudden, what'd he go? Bogey, double, bogey, bogey, and then all of a sudden he was three back, so it can happen in the blink of an eye. And one of the Hardy boys, who I believe solves mysteries when he's not playing golf, mm-hmm. he just gave me a fist pump for a par save. He's still at 200 par. Well, he finally solved the mystery on how to make a cut, though, because he's only... <laughs> Three of ten on making cuts this year. He's a rookie on the PGA Tour. Was playing on the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, former NCAA championship uh, oh. winner uh, with the team there at Illinois. As Matthew Fitzpatrick hits a nice hmm. approach here on number three. But you know, Hardy. J- that's what you always get at the U.S. Open. You always get one or two guys on that first page of the leaderboard. It's like, okay, who are these guys? Or maybe if you know who they are, it's like I didn't expect them to be here. Like, not at all. Kind of expected Scheffler and Rom and yep. McElroy and those guys, but. Certainly didn't expect McCarthy and Hardy as uh, John Rahm looks like he's going to be in a uh, very tricky lie here for his approach. And very quickly, our our producer today, Brian Ortega, we kind of do this exercise on Sundays and he tells me which golfer he's got. And then Mm -hmm. inevitably that golfer doesn't do well. And he didn't tell me today who it is, Mm -hmm. but I saw his reaction when Willie Z just hit it in the bunker. So I'm going to go with Will Zalatoris as my guess. And also Jeremy Wingle, he just said, I am correct. And also Jeremy Wingle, one of our directors, uh, who have a great affection for. Uh, he is not having a good day on the Twitter sphere as well, as he is a backer of Willie Yeah, Z. I'm uh, I'm waiting because, uh, look, uh, I don't have really that much of a position yeah. on Scotty Scheffler. So, look, you had the top three. You got him in position, but this is the U.S. Open, and sometimes that goes against you. I got lucky with JT at the PGA being so far off the pace. But, but that, that is, you had him at 17-1 to 1 pre-tournament, and in the final round, you could have got him at 20-1. to 1. Yeah. It shows you why yeah. the live betting market, how volatile it can really be from mm-hmm. shot to shot when you have these toughest golf courses and the toughest pin placements in tough conditions. So yeah, keep no, that in no mind. question about it, but a good start for Scotty Scheffler just uh, has to avoid for himself or his backers just leaking that oil on the back nine, which he certainly did yesterday. Well, this is going to be a fun ride here for the next couple hours here on VEASAN. Let's talk a little Major League Baseball. And, you know, sometimes you might have bad teams, but you can make good money on them. And I think the Royals and the A's might be in that qualification here. Uh, and to a, a lesser extent, the, the D-backs, and certainly the Twins, have been off to a great start to this season. Let's talk about the K- Kansas City Royals here as they go to Oakland. And right now, you're seeing that they are a small favorite on the road here, uh, minus $1.45. And right now, if you like them on the run line here at Kansas City, you can get some plus money at plus $1.15. That total set right at 8 Any thoughts here on Kansas City and Oakland? Tough to lay this big price on the Royal with the Royals, considering they're 23-41 and 41 on the season. But they are going against the young left-hander Koenig, who's mm-hmm. only made two starts this season. Haven't gone well. 11.25 on the ERA, Jared Koenig, and 5.89 on the XFIP. The batting average balls in play, 4.29. That That's not bad luck. That means he's getting hit around, and he's getting hit around a lot. So... This is an easy stay away for me, even though if you made me, I would lay it with Kansas City. Okay. But do you really want to lay it with a team that's, you know, down 14 units this year if you're packing them wow. all season? But the A's are even worse, uh, down almost 18 units. So easy stay away for me. Uh, maybe maybe a lean to the over here. Uh, okay. that, if that's a play you made me make, I'd say over eight. When you look at Chris Archer, uh, and again, if this was 2015, I might feel differently about this handicap than I would uh, here in 2022 against Logan Gilbert of the D-backs here. Now, the Twins have been a a pleasant surprise so far this season, certainly in the American League. Now, they're going to lay a small number, $1.20 on the road against Arizona, uh, plus a dollar in the comeback here for the home team. What do you make of Minnesota overall? Because I look at them here, Wes, and again, if you like them on the run line, 
That's plus a dollar thirty-five. They, they, they've got the bats going a little bit, but Archer has been touchable certainly uh, in his outings so far this year. Do you look at it and say, okay, I'm going to back the better team? But do you think you're getting the better of the pitchers when you look at Archer against Logan Gilbert? Well, uh, it, it's Archer against Merrill oh, Kelly Mary today. Kelly. Okay. Uh, yeah, Gilbert going for the Mariners uh, later on this afternoon. But, you know, Archer, 503 on the XFIP, 168 uh, difference in terms of that in the ERA. Merrill Kelly, you know, basically what he is, ERA around four. This is the rubber match of the series. Minnesota Twins, though, have been absolutely on fire. Mm -hmm. Uh, They, I believe, uh, took two or three in Seattle. They went ahead and took two or three from Tampa Bay. So they're winning a lot of series, except for the the series against the Yankees about a week and a half ago. But nobody's beating them in a series right now. We'll update that score in a minute. Not going well for me, considering uh, I am on the uh, opposition of the Yankees, the (laughs) Toronto Blue Jays. That's not working out. 6-2 6-2 in the fifth, but I'm going to kind of lean to Arizona here okay. in this spot to go ahead and take the rubber match of the series here at home. I think that there is some regression due for Chris Archer. If you look, 335 ERA across 48 innings this year, but the XFIP, I said, uh, you know, over five. So that's much more on par with what we've seen, at least in recent years from Archer and, you know, hasn't allowed a home run in his last six starts, but the hard hit rate, if you look at that 44.2% of the time, so the opposition are putting bats on balls. Uh, Minnesota has been hitting very well, so that's a challenge for Merrill Kelly on that side. Byron Buxton did rest yesterday. It looks like he is going to be back, but... You know, I would say Arizona in the over here. And so oftentimes on Sundays, I'll be on more unders than I will overs because Mm. it's the getaway day. You know, there are a couple getaway days pretty much a week in Major League Baseball schedule. There's Sundays and then there's Thursdays Thursdays. before you start the three game set on the weekend. And those are usually, especially during day games, where you can be on more unders than overs. But on this one, I would not follow suit there. I'd lean to the over. But Arizona's gotten a little money here, and I certainly agree with it. Uh, by the way, that's why I have to wear my glasses sometimes because I got that inverted with Logan Gilbert going for the M's against the LA Angels later on. We'll talk about that game later on in the program here. But I do want to get back to the United States Open because we have a new share mm-hmm. for the lead, and it was one of the guys that had the co-share of the lead coming in, and it is the Englishman, Matthew Fitzpatrick, who has made a birdie on three to tie Scotty Scheffler, who finds himself in a in a bunker on five. So I mentioned a moment ago that we'd start to have some separation potentially mm-hmm. here. We're starting to get mini separation here from Rom and Zalatoris, who's by the way has made another bogey. So Will Zalatoris is two over so far in 14 his day. Fourteen to one now at Bet MGM is Will Zalatoris for, for Willie Z, who is now three off the lead and began the day in a share for the lead. Now Scheffler's going to have a really tough up and down out of this bunker here. Uh, let's see what he can do there. But what do you make of Matthew Fitzpatrick, a guy who has history? On this very golf course, albeit as an amateur. He is just, you know, he's been nails and he's recovered. I mean, he did make the bogey at 18 because he could have been the outright leader at five under par. That's right. Because he couldn't get up and down out of the bunker. But he's so good around the green. And one of the models that I looked at this week, one of the stats that I modeled, because it kind of varies from tournament to tournament and week to week. But one thing I modeled this week is bogey avoidance. Mm -hmm. And over the last 36 rounds, because I usually do last 36 rounds, last 24 rounds, to give you at least 
some recency, but also at least the long-term pattern, you know, going back several months. Number one in bogey avoidance, by the way, was Matthew Fitzpatrick. And that's what you have to do. That's the name of the game at the U.S. Yes, Open. The name of the game is not making birdies and winning birdie fest. You got to grind out for pars and you got to avoid bogeys. You got to get up and down. You were talking about that when we saw Rom's putt earlier. You got to make 10 and 12 footers for par and you got to do uh, what actually Rory McIlroy He's did not guy. make a par. He made a birdie there. He is now back to two under. But that's like, that's exactly the point. It's so like Fitzpatrick is kind of like this. Rory's like this. Yeah. I mean, man, he gets yeah. hot and then he gets yeah. in trouble and then he's yeah. back. And yeah, he, Fitzpatrick. He's all over the place. Fitzpatrick is staying very level and that's what you have to do at a U.S. Open. If you look, got off to a rough start yesterday, then kind of made a couple bogeys late in the front nine and just stayed up there. Grind out pars. You know, don't make mistakes. Fairways and greens. That's the name of the game at the U.S. Open. And one thing I will say for Matt Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. he has gained off the tee. Yes. This is a guy that has added length to his game. I think Dan Hicks, who does a great job as the lead commentator for NBC, was saying he's gained about 10 yards. I was like, I'll take the over on that because he <laughs> is absolutely smoking it. I mean, he was always called nicknamed Matthew Flushpatrick because he was so pure with his irons. That's but right. he has been a bomber off the tee. And just to see, you know, Fitz bomber here, about 160 pounds soaking wet. Not exactly Bryson DeChambeau. And he's absolutely smoking it off the tee. We'll give you the result here of Scotty Scheffler's birdie butt that's to try to begging. retake the lead here at number five. And Woo! that's going to come short. So two-way tie for the lead, Scheffler Fitzpatrick. It's going to be a roller coaster, kids. Hang with us. Going to have that. But when we come back, it's time to bet like a king. We'll explain when you come back with us right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? Come on out. Convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resort properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the best. BetMGM app. Sign up at BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America here on VEASAN. And right now, before we get back to the golf, let's do some updates very quickly because I know right now we got some tight goings in Cincinnati. 3-3 with a brew crew. And the red legs, but the Brewers threatening bases juiced only one out. And what's going on with that Grand Prix? Yeah, uh, by the way, about seven laps to go. It is Max Verstappen, about a half-second lead over Carlos Sainz. Verstappen's won four of the last five races for Red Bull. They've pretty much been the dominant team in Formula One over the last couple months with Ferrari's struggle. But Carlos Sainz, uh, the number two Ferrari, basically, Charles Leclerc, kind of the A driver for that team. Nice drive for Leclerc to get up to fifth. He, by the way, had to start at the back of the field due to an engine change. Mm -hmm. Leclerc has actually won the pole in six of eight races, but Ferrari's been leaving some points out there for the championship so that is a long-term concern for those guys but Verstappen, Carlos Sainz, Lewis Hamilton 
could perhaps get on the podium here. He is currently third. He has had a down year by his standards. Mercedes has basically been the number three team behind Red Bull and Ferrari. So six laps to go. So probably by the end of the segment, we will have a winner up there at the circuit Gilles Villeneuve up in Montreal, <laughs> Quebec, Canada. But, I have uh, no shot at that. Could you say that yeah. one more time? Circuit Gilles Villeneuve. That is impressive. Or Villeneuve. Did you take? It's Villeneuve. I actually botched it. Did you take uh, uh, French in, in high school? I, I did, and I, and I have no idea why. That's really and, impressive. And you could tell that I probably wasn't very good at it. I didn't get very good grades on my report card in the, in the language of uh, French. But uh, let's speak the language of Texas here, okay. here in Omaha. The College World Series, this is a loser-leave-town match. <laughs> this is a elimination game, of course, double elimination with the eight teams in Omaha. And right now we are going to the top of the fourth it is the Aggies Ooh. leading the Longhorns 5-2. to two. Wow. They haven't uh, met on the football field, even though they're going to be future mates in the Southeastern Conference, where it just means more, right? That's the tagline down in the <laughs> SEC. I'm not going to get sick of hearing that over the next several <laughs> months once football gets started. By the way, Texas did take the steam today. I think they closed at 175 at BetMGM. They were 120 in the overnight. So far, the steam misplaced, though. It is 5-2 to two. Aggies going to the fourth. Uh, we'll periodically update you throughout the show, waiting for a live price. Actually, BetMGM is offering a live price at the College World Series. So right now, Aggies minus 275 on the money line, plus $2 on the Longhorns if you want to lay the run line. A&M minus 1.5, minus $1.25. Take back minus 105 to take the run and a half on the Longhorns. Total currently set at 9.5, juice the under 135. I mentioned the uh, Brewers had bases juice. They got one in. It's 4-3 to three now as they play the bottom of the six. In Cincinnati, and very quickly, the U.S. Open. Just an update. The best round of the day that's in the clubhouse, uh, Guido Migliozzi. 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 I'm Italian. I can't even say the name. He did shoot a 66 today. So your point about there is a number to be made out there, could be made. Mm -hmm. I took a flyer in Hideki Matsuyama as an extreme long shot. Very small play here. Uh, at 250 to one before the day started, he's 200 par as he makes the turn. He's back to even par, right. five off the lead. So, look, you try to so, find those pedigreed players well, that might be able to make. And a we run. will be looking down the leaderboard a little bit. Obviously, the most important is who's going to win this yep. bad boy in a few hours. But also. The finishes down the board matter, too. The top four in ties here at the U.S. Open do get invitations to the Masters mm. in 2023 next spring. Top ten in ties get a return appearance to the U.S. Open, which I believe is going to be for the first time at the L.A. Country Club Whoa. next year. So that might be a road trip, Dave. We might, oh, not, be we might not be doing let's the go. show. Let's let's let uh, the executives in the suits here at Beeson know we'll right now. Give a year advance. We're giving you a year notice. We're taking this show on the road. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll do some Zooms on the golf course it. or whatever you want to do. Baby. We are going to the LA Country Club next year for the U.S. Open. I'm sure uh, Matt Humans will be there. He always makes the trip over to Southern California when we get a West Coast U.S. I Open. think we should put it in right now. Uh, the Long Shots crew, and if you guys don't mind me tagging along, I think we make that a really fun four days for VEASAN, and I, I'm sure the viewers and listeners would back us uh, and support us in that endeavor. Okay, let's time. To, it's time now to bet like a king, Wes Reynolds, and I love these type of segments. As you look ahead to the NFL, and you know me, and I know you, we can't mm -hmm. look ahead fast enough. We can't wait for the season to begin. Right. You look at the Bengals, and I know last year, maybe people didn't see that coming. And, and look, that was like a rotating door uh, in the North last year, and they, of course, eventually win that, get all the way to the Super Bowl. And then you look at the potential to start the season 4-0 this year. I can give you that at 4-1 to here at BetMGM. So... Which one would you feel more comfortable betting like a king here? That the Bengals would go 4-0 to begin this 2022 season, mm -hmm. or conversely, at plus $1.50, the Texans to remain awful 
at 0-4. I don't know if I would really bet either one, but if I had to, I'm not thinking that the Bengals are going 4 now because now all of a sudden, you're not the team on the come up. Now all of a sudden, you're the hunted. It's like, hey, you represented the AFC in the Super Bowl. You yeah. won the American Football Conference. Yeah, you didn't get it done in, in the Super Bowl, but now all of a sudden... People aren't going to be looking past you. I mean, you know, you've got a divi- you've got a division game there. The uh, the Steelers uh, early on, and then having to go to Dallas. I'm sure Dallas wanting to get off to a good start. They go to the Jets. That is a little revenge game, by the way, for yeah. the Bengals. Remember, Money Mike oh, White man. beat them last year. So I would actually be looking. Uh, I know that that four to one is a bigger price, but. I think the Texans could definitely start out 0-4 when you've got the Colts coming in. Colts, I think, are the best team in that uh, in that uh, AFC South. Then you go to Denver. Of course, Russell Wilson now in Denver, uh, outside contender. A lot of people really like the Broncos' chances this year. You go to Chicago. That is, you know, Lovey Smith going back to the team that mm-hmm. let him go. He was the longtime coach. Actually, he coached them to a Super Bowl where they got defeated by the Indianapolis Colts. But the Bears, you know, first-year coach, first-year team, that is a possible winnable game. And then you look at the Chargers, and the Chargers are a team I am high on this year. I think that they made a lot of good moves in the offseason. I think you're going to have a coach that gets more experience that's going to get better. So I would say if I were betting one of these two, it would be Texans 0-4. Just gonna say right now, we have a new outright leader at the United States Open. That would be Scotty Scheffler. He is four under through six. Mm-hmm. Minus one twenty-five. Now the odds on favor to win here. Matt Fitzpatrick one back plus two seventy-five. John Rahm here at the uh, at, at three under, I believe. Yep. So plus six fifty. Matthew Fitzpatrick going to try to save par on the comeback, and he does. By the way, Fitzpatrick, if you notice. On the short putts? Leave it in, baby. Yeah, on the single-digit feet putts, you know, anything 10 feet and in, he does leave the flag stick in, feels it helps him. And look, and it has. He's pretty much been making all the, all the putts in that distance here as uh, Rory McIlroy, I believe, trying to save oh, par here, two under par. And that's going to go Rory down. now 28 to 1. You're starting to see some oh, numbers drift now boy. because the fourth choice on the board is one Will Zalatoris, who is currently two over on his round at two under par, and he is at 20 to 1. So... As of right now, look, things can change rapidly, but Scheffler, Fitz, and Rom looks like a three-guy tournament, at least at this moment. We're going to get back to betting like a king in the next segment, but I do want to stay right here because, you know, I don't know what it is, and again, I don't want to call our, our producer, so I won't say his name, Brian Ortega, but it's almost like they don't, they're not rooting for Scotty Scheffler. And I get it. Like, yeah. if you got a ticket on him, you're rooting yeah. for him, right? But why? What is it about Scotty Scheffler? Is it because he's the new guy, new kid in the block? We want you to really earn it. Has he not earned the respect in no. the betting market with four wins on tour, with a major championship? Uh, what else does he have to do to become a beloved well, American I think golfer? He, I think he is a relatively likable guy. Right. I just think that, you know, the success, and I don't think that it, you know, it's going to sound like, oh, success came so quick. It really didn't because he didn't win out here for a couple That's years. Right. Even though he moved his way up the rankings, he was getting top fives and top tens and staying in contention. But the fact that he, like, went boom, 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 where he won in Phoenix, that was the one I bet on him where I actually cashed. On Super then Bowl he, Sunday. Then he won the Battle of Attrition in uh, Orlando. Oh. Oh, yes. At the Bay Hill. He wins the match play yep. down in Austin. Of course, he played his college golf there at the University of Texas, Hook'em Horns. And then he wins the Masters. So he just won so quickly and, and won so many in a row. And I think people were upset. And maybe a guy like me is having the, the FOMO, the fear of missing out. <laughs> the fact that we haven't kept betting this guy. Because that's usually how it is. It's like, okay, you win something big and then... 
all of a sudden you relish in your accomplishment and you know you don't go at it right away and just keep winning 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 and maybe there is something to that because Gil Alexander a few weeks ago asked me he goes is Scotty Schiffler just built different I go maybe he can be but you you always are kind of trying to toe that line of not being the prisoner of the moment where it's like you know I remember when Brooks Kepka when he yeah, won four, four majors, majors very bam. quickly it's like this dude's gonna win double digit majors and and then it doesn't happen because I was like you gotta worry about injuries long term for somebody like Brooks Kepka and clearly he has not won one since. No. Speaking, speaking of winning, though, it is Max for Vax Verstappen making it happen. Uh, he was minus 280, I believe, <laughs> today to go ahead and win the Canadian Grand Prix. He does exactly that. Carlos Sainz of Ferrari is going to be second on the podium. Lewis Hamilton gets on the podium in third. George Russell fourth. Charles Leclerc in fifth. And where did Max Verstappen win? Where did he, he won in Canada. No, what was the name of the thing? The Canadian Grand Prix. No, you, the French thing you said. Oh, Circuit Gilles Villeneuve. <laughs> that. <laughs> we'll come back. We're going to bet like a king. Come on back. It is me, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today, you're going to get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adenberg's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage. Can't believe that's coming soon. Premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. So if you want that full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Points Bet Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. First, so sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America here on vcin and Adam Burke, who does a great job daily with our MLB best bets. Well, he sent uh, a message to our producer, Brian Ortega. I have now since watched. We heard of an injury of Manny mm-hmm. Machado. It's out there on Twitter if you want to see it, or you can look away. It doesn't look good. We're not doctors. But Manny Machado is coming down, and he, it's almost like he slides past the first base bag yeah. and catches his ankle, and he goes down in a heap of pain. Oh. And the reason why we bring it up, certainly from a betting perspective, is this is a guy that you can put up right there for MVP. You have Padres futures as well. 
you got to take this into account now. You never root for injuries, but they happen unless this looks like a bad one. Yeah, it's now Sergio Alcantara, by the way, in third base for the Padres. And we were talking about the Friday or the, the Friars, the, the Padres. The, the fathers. On the fathers, yes, on <laughs> Father's Day. We were talking about them on Friday here when uh, the boys, uh, Derek Stevens and Darren Banks and Big Balls, were all in here. Mm-hmm. We're just talking sports, talking sports betting, and talking about, hey, how good the Padres are doing. Of course, Circus Sports has a relationship with the Padres. Right. And it's like, how good they're doing when, you know, they don't even have Fernando Tatis in the lineup so far. It's just the pitching has been good because last year for the Padres, what was their downfall was Jace Tingler, I think, really burned out the bullpen. Yes. That's why he's not the manager there anymore, and Bob Melvin is. And you're getting better outings out of your starters. Joe Musgrove having a Cy Young candidacy season. By the way, he is not on the injured list. It got put out there on Friday. It went across the Twitter machine when Derek and company are in here with Emmy and I, and it's like, Joe Musgrove to the IL. The AP got it wrong, and then I almost gave him a heart attack here because they were worried about their Cy Young bets and obviously mm. the relationship with the Padres. And then it was like, oh, by the way, it's the COVID IL. So he is going to be, you know, out probably for a week and right. then he's going to be back. So he's not hurt. So it was like, if the Padres just keep avoiding injuries, they may outlast the Dodgers and win the West. I would wow. still like the Dodgers more in terms of the World Series. But, but Tatis and now Machado. Yeah. And yeah. you go, good Lord, how long can you keep keep going with right. two of your very best players? Right, because the pitching staff has been tremendous yeah. this year. So uh, tough injury there for Manny Machado. Hopefully he gets back soon. Hopefully Tatis gets back. Because this NL West race has been really good between the Padres and the Dodgers. I think that's good to have that West Coast rivalry. Uh, right now, the rivalry oh at the uh, country club at Brookline might be a two-way street here between Scotty Scheffler and one Matt Fitzpatrick who does make that birdie. Remember, he hit that bullet on the mm-hmm. short part far uh, at, at the number five. So he is in with the birdie. He is currently six under par as is Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler plus 110 at BetMGM. He's got a birdie look here at seven. And Matt Fitzpatrick plus 150. John Rahm 11 to one. He is two under. There is a four shot How gap with Scheffler and Fitzpatrick just like that. And I mentioned earlier in the program, and this is why it's so important if you're into the live numbers here, certainly for for, for golf, even on a Sunday, but certainly at a major, that you knew separation was coming, but I didn't think it would come this soon, Wes, as all of a sudden, I don't know if we want to discount everybody four shots back yet, because there's still our big names, as you mentioned, with John Rahm there, mm-hmm. and certainly Willie Z, if he can turn his round around, but it's a terrible start for Will Zalatoris. But boy, oh boy, quickly have we separated this pack. And I'm going to go on record right now and just say, if Scotty Scheffler wins today, put him in the Hall of Fame. What that, he's that doing, would give him two majors already. And, and, and what is wins? It, what is he, 25 now? So he's still a very young guy, by the way. Look, there are guys in the World Golf Hall of Fame who've had great careers. Like a guy like Jim Furyk, I think, is a Hall of Famer. That's he's right. just got the one major, the one U.S. Open at Olympia Field. That's right. So uh, Will Zalatoris, no, oh boy, my, really now, he's, now he's putting like he's not in a major. Oh, because Lord. he puts better when he's in majors, which is, you know, usually when the greens are faster and it's a lot tougher and there's a lot more pressure. Boy, that was a missed opportunity there to get him into outright third at three under par so he will settle for par at number five i mentioned that i took a flyer on hideki matsuyama 250 to one to begin the day he just rolled in an eagle on 12 hideki matsuyama is four under for the day he's at uh, one under. one under on his round. Oh, that, was so. eagle, that was a birdie, not so, an eagle. So he, he. I mean, you know, can All he, po- can he like, post a number? That's it. I was like, if you can get to three under par and then see if the leaders come back. Now, look, it's still a long way, but that's kind of what I tried to find. You find a super long number mm-hmm. on a world-class player. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it just, you feel like he got a shot. So if he can post somehow at three under par, 
by the end of his round. And, and, and hope that maybe the wind starts blowing there and it gets go. a little chaotic like it did yesterday. So uh, we shall see. But nevertheless, uh, two horse race, at least at the moment, with Scotty Scheffler and Matt Fitzpatrick. We'll keep our eye on there. Let's get back to baseball in time to continue betting like a king. So I love these endeavors because I think they're actually worthwhile. When you look at the polar bear with the Metropolitans and you say, well, can he be the MVP of the National League? Would you rather bet like a king that Pete Alonso at plus 750 mm-hmm. could be your MVP or the unicorn that is Shohei Otani in the American League and right now a shorter number at four to one. Now, I don't know how you view Shohei's pitching this year. And look, last year was like this revelation of like, we're seeing something we just, I'm not old enough I know it might be a surprise to some to have covered Babe Ruth to watch the arguably the greatest hitter and a really good all-star pitcher do what he did. When you look at Shohei, is it almost unfair that like he just does something that nobody mm-hmm. else in the sport does? Mm-hmm. Would you bet like a king on Alonzo at plus 750 or Shohei at 4-1? I would go probably with Alonzo mm-hmm. just because I think the fact that Aaron Judge. Just, oh. I mean, and he's who I bet at the beginning of the season didn't think it had a shot. I was just kind of like going against the Trouts and yep. the Vlad Guerrero Juniors and the Otanis, who I thought were priced such at the top of the market. But Aaron Judge, this, by the way, is his uh, free agency season. Mm-hmm. He is a free agent after he's this year. some money. And one of the things I saw about Judge is that he was pretty healthy last year. You know, he's usually a guy that's going to miss 20, 30 games. Didn't really miss that many this year and certainly hasn't this year. It's been the other guys in, on the Yankees roster have been missing games. Judge, by the way, does have a double in the fifth. Eight to three right now. New York Yankees over the Toronto Blue Jays. That was a big number of close to 150 on the Blue Jays. You thought, okay, maybe this is where you take a stand. But I've been trying to beat the Yankees the last couple of days, and it has not been working out. It has not been going <laughs> swimmingly for me. And uh, Aaron Judge is a big reason for that. So I think, look, He's going to be the overwhelming favorite if he isn't already for the AL MVP. So no thank you necessarily on Otani. Okay. And then you wonder with the Angels, because now they've already fired their manager. They've had some injuries. Now Rendon's out for the year. You always worry about an injury to Otani or an injury to Trout. So it would be absolutely your uh, New York Metropolitan, Pete Alonso here at 750. Because I think... The NL MVP, there's a lot of guys kind of in the mix for that. I, I mean, you certainly... It's like the know, whole Dodgers. Now, we would have put, Macho- put Manny yeah, Machado, we certainly. Yes, we, uh, we don't know how long he's going to be out. But obviously, uh, Mookie Betts, Bryce Harper, I still think is very much a factor. Paul Goldschmidt, yeah. maybe a little bit of a dark horse. He has been terrific for the Cardinals this year. So the NL is a little bit more wide open than the AL. So I would much rather take a stab at Pete Alonso than try to get in front of Aaron Judge. I'm right there with you. If the Mets can keep this up, Let's just say they get the you know the, the best record in the National League. A lot of times voters will say, well, who's been the best team? And mm-hmm. who's been the best player on best team? Mm-hmm. So you can. I'm with you on that. And I don't know that there's voter fatigue ever. You mentioned Harper and certainly in Shohei Otani's case. But I think at that price tag, plus 750 versus the 4-1, to one, yeah. I'm right there with you. I think that's the way to play Because it. one of the things about the Mets, because you know this being a Mets fan, you're always kind of dreading. You're like, okay, when is the bad? When is the shoe going to drop? When are we going to get injuries? When are we going to get a pitcher right. going down? But you've already had a couple this year <laughs> with uh, Scherzer and with DeGrom. Scherzer about to come back. Uh, DeGrom, I'm not sure when his date is to come back. I think it's sometime later in the summer. But it's like the Mets have already dealt with it. And the Mets, you know, have a really good record, even though the Braves have been on fire, yep. had a 14-game streak. Phillies have gotten their way back into it. And yet they're still not gaining a lot of ground on the Mets. 
Jets. So perhaps, you, you know, it's kind of start time to start believing with the guys from Flushing, Queens, that they're going to be able to keep this together. I'm right there with you. So I think we both go 7-50 and uh, at Pete Alonzo versus the 4-1 to for Shohei Otani to bet like a king very quickly. Because, you know, we, we people can't see this at home, but we've got cameras here in our studio. So our, we mm-hmm. have a producer cam. Mm-hmm. And I just saw Brian Ortega do this. Mm-hmm. And then I look up, oh, Willie Z stuck a green. Yeah. So he's going to make Birdie blurring a gaff. Br- Brian a- Ortega is becoming Dan Miller demonstrative back there behind like the glass. I like the emotion. Showing, I mean, he's just living and dying, man. shot back oh, there. Man. My I feel your pain, brother. By the way, coming up here in uh, our number two, the, the time flies by. We're going to do movie quote Sunday. I want to give you, because Brian is our movie guy here at Visa, mm-hmm. right? Does a great job, wears a nice tuxedo, and breaks down the Oscars. I don't watch that stuff. So he does a great job breaking But you're it down. more of a movie buff than me. He'd have to do like 70s and 80s pop top 40 songs. We'll give you some quotes that I think you would know. And I'll try to do them in, um, in, in actor voice of said quote mm-hmm. and how it would relate to which athlete today. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that in the next hour. We're going to update the United States Open, Major League Baseball, a lot going on in the sports world. Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.